It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Are the Dallas Cowboys the favorites to sign free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of the Lockdown Cowboys podcast is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. First time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with promo code Locked On. That is PrizePicks.com promo code Locked On. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, how's it going today, sir? It's going well. You know, I've, I think you and I have talked about this before. I really, I really get enjoyment out of the bye week of uh, of watching football on the bye week. You know, yeah. like like there's zero pressure, there's zero worry. Like you're not. You got the pre jitters for the Cowboys game. Um, you know, I just so in the, and even games where the even weekends where the Cowboys play like on a Thursday, I just I love to be able to sit down on a Sunday and yes. not have to worry about a Cowboys game. So, so that was enjoyable. We're gonna talk about what we saw in week nine a little bit later in the show, but was there one game on Sunday that you just had the most fun watching? That Kansas City Tennessee game was That's just absolutely so much fun, man. Like it was just like two different styles completely uh, but but two different teams that are so good at their very specific style, uh, and and styles make fights. So yeah. I just thought that that was a really really interesting game to watch. For sure. Malik Willis had a forty eight yard pass on the first play of the game, yeah, that and was then crazy. he had nine net passing yards the rest of the game, and they went and to it overtime. went into overtime. <laughs> it's just crazy. And, and I mean, they had the ball with four minutes left in overtime with the chance to win. It was. I, Kudos to Mike Vrabel. What, what a yeah, performance yeah. by him. He's awesome. We talk, We actually talked about Tennessee last week. We, we think yeah. that's going to be the game for the Cowboys later in the year that, like, they're going to find out a lot about the Cowboys and how tough they really are when they have to take on the Titans. But we'll, we'll get to that later on next month. But today, Landon, yeah. we've got some, uh, some news. According to multiple sources, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, Cowboys are interested in signing Odell Beckham Jr. Odell went on a podcast, I believe it was yesterday, said that he wants to go to a place that feels like home. I believe he's living in Dallas uh, right now. Um, Jay Glazer from Fox Sports reported that he's expected to be fully cleared by the end of the week. What are just your overall thoughts on the potential signing of Odell Beckham to the Cowboys? I think if the Cowboys want him, uh, I think that they are currently as it stands right now, and I, I would not have guessed this uh, by you know last season, maybe even four, four weeks ago. 
I think the Cowboys are in the very best position to 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 win this Odell Beckham bidding war, um, simply because of you know we think about the prerequisites that have been kind of mentioned. He wants to go to a place that's uh, clo- that, that feels like home. Obviously, you mentioned he lives in Dallas. Uh, he, he wants to go to a place, obviously that's a contender. I think that that's that goes without. He saying. actually mentioned a team that's like six and six and two or something like that. Is that what he said? Yeah. He said, "I want to go to a team that's like six and two or seven and one, based in Northeast Dallas, Northeast Texas." Uh, yeah, I mean, so that right, obviously, uh, the Cowboys obviously provide the kind of flash that Odell Beckham Jr. was is kind of you know would love to, to have to finish his career on. And I think that the key thing here is that that I, that kind of slipped past my mind and a lot of these other minds is that you look at all these teams that are considered in the race here, mm-hmm. and the, the the names that I hear the most, right? The the Bills, the Rams, the Giants, for some reason, uh, and maybe and just going back to where he started, I can kind of understand see that maybe a little bit. I mean, unless I guess he forgot what the way he was unceremoniously traded away. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I I think you know the Bills are currently. I think I'm pretty sure dead last in, in cap space right now f- for the 2022 season. I think they have somewhere under uh, just under a million dollars. Obviously that's not, you know, prohibitive too much. They can move things around. Billy Bean is, is you know, uh, obviously one of the best at this. If they need to, they can move things around and, and get themselves enough money to kind of get themselves into the race. The Rams, I, I mean, <laughs> like, I, 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 they can barely pay their roster at this point. And they're not a contender anymore, so I, I don't think that they're even really in consideration here. The Giants, I mean, I, I guess, you, you know, they could be kind of in consideration here, but they're also not in I mean, maybe I'm off the top of my head. I don't know, but I, not... I got I got their cap situation right now. They have two million dollars uh, of cap. Yeah, space. so not a ton not at all. Um, no. And and the Cowboys are obviously of that group is somewhere in the area of is it sixteen million? Sixteen million dollars. Yeah, plus they, that they have? they've got effectively. I mean, they've got a little bit more than that. They, they, there's about seven million dollars. Sorry, a little bit less than that. Seven million dollars this year. Okay, so. Uh, with you know, there's some there's some, definitely some things that they can move around here if they needed to, right? I just think that if you look at those situations and and you know, it, it really is shocking how it kind of surprisingly like lined up. By the time that we're actually ready to have this conversation about Odell Beckham, uh, it does feel like if the Cowboys wanted to make a big push here, they would be very heavy contenders, and I would, I mean, I dare I say, front runners potentially in in kind of the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes, if you want to call it that. So Odell actually said something really interesting yesterday in the podcast. I apologize. I don't remember what the name of the podcast was. But up until yesterday, I still thought it was the Bills were still the most likely destination. And I thought the Rams were a a potential landing spot for him. But I'm going to tease this. We're going to come back. I'm going to tell you what he said that made me think that the Cowboys maybe are actually the favorites to land him but before we do that i want to tell you about prize picks prize picks is so easy uh to play all you have to do is pick two to five players and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry 
No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on just about any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, they'll give you $100. You deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Odell was talking about, like, ending his career. Go ahead, yes. I was just going to mention, it's the, I think it's the Complex Podcast. Yes, the, the Complex, Complex Podcast. Yeah, just so. He, he mentioned how he's wanting to settle down his family into a spot for the next two or three years, mm-hmm. and that he's looking for a spot to kind of finish his career. He, he didn't say that his career was going to be over in two or three years, but kind of this next stage of his career. Up until Sunday, I kind of thought he was just going to be a mercenary, go sign with a team that has the best chance to win the Super Bowl, and go from there. I don't think that's what Odell wants. Truly, I don't. I think he wants to find some place where he can sign a multi-year deal, get into a system that makes sense, get with a quarterback that he trusts, and kind of go from there. And if that's the case, the Cowboys are actually a pretty good spot for him because of the stability at quarterback. They have weapons. I think this is going to be a competitive team and they're the only team like of the teams that we mentioned that does have cap space over the next couple of years. Like the bucks, for example, they're $41 million over the cap next year. The bills, while they could love want them this year, they're over the cap next year. They've got a bunch of contracts coming up. I could see a situation where the Cowboys offer Odell, a Michael Gallup type of deal for the next three years and be like, you know what? We're going to, we're excited to have you this year, but, this is not just a short-term move. It's a long-term move. We, we like what you could do in 2023 and beyond. Yeah, and again, what's what's hard to know sometimes is how much is this fishing, right? Like maybe what it is is Odell Beckham wants this long-term deal, uh, but he's, you know, if he doesn't get it short of, you know, accepting a long-term deal, he may take a short-term deal if he, if, if they don't Possible. look as good. But I would assume that his first choice would be a long-term deal. So if the Cowboys would be, would be interested in offering that, that may just be another lever that they have leverage to, to kind of win over the other uh, over the other teams, uh, win Odell over to, as opposed to the other teams. So um, I, I think that, you know, the, the, the money has got to be right for sure. Um, but I do agree that I think if, if you were offer Odell some kind of stability, a multi, multi-year multi deal, uh, that may be something that some of these other teams are just not willing to offer right now or just don't have the capability to offer. Right. Uh, and that's something that, that, that could be a, a, an advantage that the Cowboys might have over these other teams. And he specifically mentioned the Michael Gallup contract. Like that was what he was hoping to <laughs> did get. Did he really? What is yeah. going on? Man? He did. Uh, well, that he actually mentioned it in regards to the Rams. Like he, that's once Gallup signed that deal – 
uh, in March, that's when he went to the Rams and said, hey, I want this deal. Like the Cowboys took care of an injured guy that they like um, for the long term. Why can't you guys do that for me? And the Rams basically said no, because they had no choice. They didn't have the cap space uh, to do it after signing Odell or sorry, after signing Allen Robinson. I, I just don't know if the Cowboys would be afraid of signing somebody like Odell in, you know, mid-November if it, if they are going to get more than just one, you know, one half season from him. I don't know. I mean, there's also something to consider exactly what you're getting back from o- an Odell Deckard Jr. at this point. I think that's something that we have to talk about. I mean, he's coming off of now second ACL in two years. He's just turned 30, if I'm not mistaken, um, or at least he's turning 30, I think, this year. So, uh, I, you know, yeah, he there just is... turned 30 on Saturday. Yeah, there's something to consider there, right? So the, uh, I think that, that it's – it's one of these situations where the Cowboys could potentially be getting a great deal, right? Like if you, you could be buying low on a guy that is still Odell Beckham Jr. for a couple more years uh, and you're getting a deal in which he's coming off an ACL, so you're getting a fantastic discount on a, on a very high-end player. Um, but we don't know that for sure. There is a chance. You know, and, and the other thing, too, that to consider here is that, look – We've seen how Gallup has kind of taken a couple of weeks to kind of a couple of weeks of runway to get back up to the speed that we're used to. I don't know that he's completely there yet. I'm interested to see how he is developing at this point, right? Um, and and so the the, cho- the chances that you could potentially, um, you know, uh, sign him and then may not get true kind of Odell Beckham, you know, looks until right before playoff time this year. So that's why I think a long-term deal kind of makes some sense with the Cowboys because, uh, you know, and, and, and honestly, it's why the rental never really made a ton of sense for me with Odell Beckham Jr., right? He hurt himself in the Super Bowl last year with an ACL injury. Yep. He wasn't ever going to be available at any point until the end of the year this year. So you really were just getting him for a couple of weeks and, frankly, not any kind of guarantee that you're getting full Odell Beckham, right? So – uh, there is something, some of that to consider, though. That makes a lot more sense if you sign him to a long-term deal. Yes. You're more likely to get some value uh, in, on the back end. Of the that minutes. and you're not rushing him on the field, right? If you know, yeah. if you know, hey, we have him for this year and next year, you could be a little bit patient for him. You don't feel like, okay, we got to get him ramped up so he's ready to go for you know to play 60 snaps on Wild Card Weekend. It's okay if he can give us 20 snaps in Wild Card Weekend. That's great, and then we'll look forward to what he can do. In 2023, my question for you, Landon, assuming that he's healthy-ish and we see something similar to what we saw in the second half of last year uh, with the Rams, does he make sense in the Cowboys offense? Because I actually was talking to a couple of people on Twitter today and they're a little concerned. It's Cowboys offense has really been working with these multiple tight end sets you have Noah Brown, who you like, who's been playing well. Gallup is getting healthier. Does it make sense to bring in somebody like Odell Beckham for the last few weeks of the season? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> that's I, hate to I mean, that's that a fine answer. Like, we, I, that's the know. tough. It's a tough answer because I, I keep going on, going over it in my head, right? And I, I think there's. I don't think that there's much ch- as as much chance as I previously had thought that you're going to bring him in and he's going to be a disruptive force, right? Like I don't think that that's so much my concern. So 
I, I think that there is a chance that you could bring him in and it could uh, upset some of the chemistry on offense it, it, because you feel like you have to force him into game plans. You have to feel like you've got to. And that's just know, not Dak, right? Dak is not a quarterback that's going to force somebody the ball if he doesn't have to. No. And I, and I think that, you know, honestly, I think that that's part of the they, the concern they may have had with someone like Cooper. Again, not on speaking on Cooper, but just the idea of having an expensive wide receiver that you feel like you are obligated to get involved in the 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 the, the game the game plan when it doesn't necessarily fit for what well, they're I think, trying to I do. Mean, right? I think you're seeing some of this with Michael Gallup, like even last week, right? Like Michael Gallup two weeks ago, right? Michael Gallup didn't have a catch, and right after the game, Kellen Moore says, "Hey, we need to do a better job of getting Michael Gallup involved." Wasn't a big deal when he was on a rookie contract, but when you're paying that guy thirteen, fourteen million a year, it's it's different, right? Yeah, I mean, I also think that there's like there's a difference between like feeling obligated because he's be, someone's being paid a lot and feeling obligated because you want to get him involved in the game plan. He's good for your game plan, right? Right. And, and th- that's where I feel like you know when you have three of these wide receivers, you do have to do a little bit more juggling, right? You, you don't really care whether or not. Uh, Noah Brown is taking you know more than forty percent, fifty percent of the snaps. But you, but if you go through a game and Odell Beckham Jr. is healthy and he only gets two targets, you know the people start talking. So I, I, I think that there is something. If this deal doesn't get done, I don't, I don't think it's the end of the world for the Cowboys. That's where I feel like I'm at. If it gets done, I think there's a chance that it extends your ceiling. It, it has, it has a chance to raise the ceiling on the offense without a doubt. But I don't know that it raises the floor the way that everyone, I think, expects it to necessarily. I will say I feel like Odell has matured so much over the last couple of years. And I don't I don't know if it's the Cleveland situation or the Rams, you know, how that all played out. But it it feels like he is less concerned about putting up big stats than ever before. It's just being a part of the right team and the right offense. Um, so that makes me feel, I don't know. 50% better than I did. Yep. If you were to tell me about the Cowboys being interested in this 18 months ago, right? Yeah, I agree. There is part of me that thinks he would fit well into this offense, right? What is this offense, a Calamore offense? It's about mismatches, being able to move guys into the slot and the outside, winning quick and then winning after the catch. You put him with CeeDee Lamb and you have Michael Gallup on the outside, and Odell can come in and play in the slot, or he can play on the outside, and you can do some play-action stuff across the middle. I do wonder, like, could this offense really, really take off with him uh, as that kind of third receiver? I'm intrigued, Lane. I, I honestly oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Um, I don't know if I want the Cowboys to spend big money on a 30-year-old receiver coming I, off a major injury, but yeah. this is Odell Beckham that we're talking about here. I agree. You know, look, I also have a bunch of, uh, you know, anti-Giants uh, sentiment running around in sure. my head. Like, not like I love this player for most of my, my life. So, um, but I, I recognize that he is incredibly talented when he's healthy. Um, you know, when he's healthy, he may be the best slant runner in all of football. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and that's yes. that's one thing that I keep thinking about is just in slant and go routes alone. Like you could get something out of him in this offense. You could find a place for him in this offense. So, uh, yeah, I guess the question is, is the juice worth the squeeze? And what is, what's the squeeze going to look like? Yeah. Well, what we do know for sure is the Cowboys are interested in adding a receiver. We, we got confirmation multiple times this week that they wanted Brandon cooks. 
I don't know if I'm breaking news or anything here, but the Cowboys thought they had the deal done, to be honest. And then Nick Casario said, hey, maybe let's pull this back and maybe we can try to get some more compensation. Uh, and then they, uh, Ian Rappaport reported on Sunday morning that uh, the Cowboys tried to trade for Jerry Judy. Yeah. Didn't work out. They couldn't agree on compensation. And then we get the report that Odell is interested. The Cowboys are interested. Michael Irvin goes on. 105.3 the fan and says that Odell mm-hmm. wants to be here and that there is mutual interest. Cowboys want to add a receiver. We'll just see if it gets done. Uh, any last thoughts on Odell before we, we, we move on? No, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's vexing and it's very sudden uh, that it's, that it's suddenly like becoming a potential reality. So I'm still trying to digest it a lot. And I think that there's a lot to digest there just because of the nature of the player. What it tells me is, and we, all offseason long, you and I kept pointing to, we think 2023 is the year that yep. the Cowboys kind of go all yep. in, right? That's the year that they've kind of been plotting. I wonder if things have just changed. And like the Cowboys realize, hey, we, and maybe, maybe this happened over the last couple of weeks, just watching around the league and seeing we are as good as any other team in the yeah, league. I, Why not? I, I, I think it's two things, right? It's 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 that it's looking around the league and seeing, hey, the NFC just is not as good as everyone expected it to be, and B, you know, our defense is. We expected our defense to be good, but it's even better than we expected it to be, uh, and and this is giving us uh, a window maybe a little bit earlier than we expected, um, and so there maybe they that's yeah. what's kind of changed the angles here, and and honestly. To their credit, they kept things open. They kept uh, the, their gunpowder dry, uh, and now they're in a position because of that that you know, they they have an opportunity if they want to go take advantage of it. They can. All right, let's talk about what we saw in Week Nine with the Cowboys on bye week. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport out there. It is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, you and I had an opportunity to have a stress-free Sunday <laughs> and watch football. What are just some of your big takeaways across the, across the NFL? I mean, I think what we just said, the NFC just does not have a, uh, a, a huge amount of teams that are like vying for contention at the top. Like, I, I think there's definitely teams obviously in the running for – wild card spots and, and division titles. But I mean, this is not a team that is clearly as talented as we all expected. Right. And now part of it, I think is that we, uh, the 49ers were on a buy this week. So mm-hmm. that's one of the teams that I think you, you would kind of lump into that group as well. But you know, the, the, the Packers going out and completely just, 
uh, crapping their bed against the Lions. Like, you know, yeah. and, 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 and the, frankly, just watching the Rams Buccaneers game was just gross. Uh, and no, neither one of those teams deserved to win. I actually um, watched mostly Seattle, Arizona, because that game was just far more entertaining. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, and then the Vikings commanders game too, just because you know, we're going to be playing them and, and the Vikings to me are, you know, one of the other few teams that are, uh, uh, kind of viable contenders, but, but they even didn't look, you know, great, fantastic, I would say. So they're just a well-balanced uh, team. That's really good, but I don't think they're great. Yeah, that's and and that's enough to win, you know, six games in the in in the NFC at this point. So uh that was kind of my main takeaway is that, you know, I'm certainly not necessarily afraid of any of these teams that that the Cowboys have to compete against for their playoff spots. Yeah, I mean, the NFC is just it's kind of a dumpster fire, right? And it's just unfortunate the Cowboys happen to play in the best division because otherwise they would probably be walking to a 2-3 seed right now like pretty easily. Uh but I think you watch these offenses across the league, and man, even good quarterbacks like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are struggling to get to twenty points a yeah. game. Yeah, and we see Rodgers; they scored what was it eight points, nine points against the Lions, against the worst defense in the league. Like, if you have an offense that can consistently score twenty-four points, I mean, you're going to win a lot of games. You're going to win a lot. Yeah. And even the Eagles playing the Texans on Thursday, like. They won that game. They ended up winning by double digits, but it's pretty clear that they they are not a perfect team, despite what their record says. So, no, yeah, definitely not. Not saying that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles, or better than the Chiefs, or better than the Bills, but they're not all that far away either. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly not afraid to play any of those teams. You know, I mean, I think the Bills are would <laughs> as, as terrifying as, as a matchup as you're going to face in the NFL. The Chiefs are not a team you want to play because of obviously Patrick Mahomes. I got no issues going against the rest of those teams. Honestly, I, I just think that it's there's just not the offensive juggernauts that everyone uh, was expecting. I think of the the shell coverage thing is really kind of screwed with some teams that like got too far over their skis in the idea of, of the run game, not mattering. Um, and then, you know, teams are trying to scramble to try to try to try to react and kind of, uh, 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 you know, find a way out of that. And the teams that have had the most success are teams that were able to quickly replicate that with running quarterbacks, right? With with athletic quarterbacks like the Bills. And, and frankly, I mean, even the, the Chiefs, if they needed to, they could have Mahomes break pocket on third downs right. to convert uh, long thirds if you need them. You know, teams that are able to create chunk plays against these cover two uh, shells, those are the offenses that will continue to have success on a regular basis because – they'll be able to cre- continue to score points despite the fact that teams are trying to slow them you know, slow them down in the in the deep passing game. <laughs> I think the Cowboys are one of the best teams to to built built to fight that that cover that shell coverage uh defense simply because they can produce uh explosive plays in the run game uh and then eventually, you know, kind of you know, we're seeing how the pass game is developing there, and they should be able to do it there as well. Plus, they're one of the few teams in the league that has a run game and a tight end that just can get open and, you know, kind of in the middle of the field, which most teams don't, right? It, that's one of the things that we talked about with Dalton Schultz last week. Like, he's just so good at finding soft spots and zones. So, if you want to play a cover two shell, tight end's going to be open for eight, nine yards every single play. And if you can kind of nickel and dime defenses that way, you're going to move the ball up and down the field. And, exactly what we saw the Cowboys do against the Bears 
uh, in week eight, what we saw him do in the second half against the Lions. Cowboys are set up well to make a run here over the next two months. They really are. They have a lot of answers that a lot of teams, other teams don't on both yeah. offense and defense. And, and, you know, that doesn't always mean that that translates to wins, but I think it does mean that you're not going to constantly, you know, we're kind of at the point of the season where, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is basically the addition to be made, right? Like yeah. trading's over. There's not a ton of the free agency left. Your teams basically are who you are. And the Cowboys are one of the few rosters that's set up to be versatile and dynamic enough to kind of be able to attack and, and, and play against any type of, of yep. style. Uh, and that's a rare thing. You know, the Kansas cities, the Kansas cities of the world leaned heavily into having a, just a dominant pass attack. And then, you know, invested a little bit more this year in stopping the run because they knew that's how they were going to have to stop some of these teams like Tennessee. The Cowboys can do a little bit of everything. Uh, and if you can find a way to kind of, you know, just increase the talent like that much more as the season goes on You get a couple yep. more guys back, maybe add somebody like we mentioned, uh, they're going to be in as good a spot as any team in the, and frankly, the league uh, to kind of get set up as their way, as they make their way into the playoffs. And even those two teams, the chiefs, like in the bills, those teams are awesome at passing the ball, but they have the same fatal flaw. They cannot run traditionally. I'm, I'm just going to read you the running back stats for both of those teams on Sunday. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, four carries, five yards, Isaiah Pacheco, five carries, five yards, Jarek McKinnon, three carries, four yards. And then for the Bills, Devin Singletary, eight carries, 24 yards. James Cook, four carries, 15 yards. Like these teams cannot traditionally run the ball. And when you get in the playoffs and you need to be able to run the ball, you don't need to run for 200 yards. But when you need to get a second and four run, can you do it without having your quarterback take a huge hit? I don't know if they can. And it might, it might be the reason why they don't go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and and I think that you know it's it's one of those things where they're hoping that the weight, uh, the gravity of their of their super talented quarterbacks will be enough, and and it certainly could be, could but be. it's not. But it's not um, solving all the problems necessarily that are going to be presented to you in a in a playoff game. It's more just uh, hoping that uh, another portion of your team can be so dominant that this problem will be yes. masked and won't even be noticed. And this was a problem last year for the chiefs in the playoffs. Like we remember them beating Buffalo in that awesome game, but they lost to Kansas city or so they lost to Cincinnati in the, the championship game because they could not run the ball. Patrick Mahomes had nine passing yards in overtime or in the second half in overtime. Like, You've got to at least have teams respect your run game. Right now, those teams can't do it. If the Cowboys can get there and they can be this dynamic, balanced offense, who knows what the ceiling of this team is uh, kind of going into January, maybe February. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, of the day plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Peter from Locked On Packers has quite a take over there, so uh, go go check it out. I actually I think Locked On Packers is a must listen this week if you're a oh, Cowboys I would fan. Say it's, so. yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places you get the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We got a fun fun week planned for you guys as we get ready for Dallas Green Bay. See you guys right back here tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 